like to welcome all of you to worship together to together this day. Uh, it is our second Sunday in Lent as we continue our 40-day journey towards the cross. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who writes the law on our hearts, who draws all people together through Jesus. Amen. Held in God's mercy, let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Holy God, we confess that we are caught in snares of sin and cannot break free. We hoard resources while our neighbors are hungry and cold. We speak in ways that silence others. We are silent when we should speak up. We keep score in our hearts. We let hurts grow into hatred. For all of these things and for sins only you know, forgive us, Lord. Amen. Here is a flood of grace. Out of love for the whole world, God draws near to us, breaks every snare of sin, washes away our wrongs, and restores the promise of life through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. O God, by the passion of your blessed Son, you made an instrument of shameful death to be for us the means of life. Grant us so to glory in the cross of Christ that we may gladly suffer shame and loss for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Genesis, the 17th chapter. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make many nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. God said to Abraham, As for Sarai your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her and also give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to Mark, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all of this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any wish to come after me, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, 
Of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. My parents um, are, slash were, uh, both problem solvers. And especially when I was in high school, this tended to cause a certain amount of frustration between myself and them. You see, I would come home from school with some kind of issue that I was having, maybe with friends or with a class I was taking or whatever it was, and I'd be explaining it to them, and they would keep trying to give me solutions to the various situations, which tended to just escalate my frustration. And it would often end in me exclaiming, I don't need any solutions from you right now. I just need you to listen to me. And I imagine that this is very similar to the conversation between Jesus and Peter from Mark today. Jesus has just shared with his disciples about how he will undergo great suffering and will be killed. And instead of listening, Peter starts to give him solutions. Don't go to Jerusalem. Stay here. Be reasonable. Be logical. Don't be ridiculous. All things I imagine a justifiably scared Peter saying to his beloved teacher, But in Peter's solutions and logic, he misses the point. Peter does what so many of us do and tries to avoid the pain and the suffering in front of him. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. A sentence we sometimes misinterpret. We may think that Jesus is calling Peter the devil, but Satan, for Mark's gospel, is anything that tempts someone away from God's word and God's law. And Jesus faces the temptation of Peter's words and tells him, You have set your mind on the ways of the world, but I must be set on the ways of God. And now, caveat, I do not think that the ways of God are pain and shame and suffering. Rather, the ways of God lean into the reality of the pain and brokenness of the world. God shares in our pain and brokenness. God is not afraid of it. God does not try to run away from it. Jesus endures the pain and shame of the cross, not because God needed some kind of blood sacrifice, but because God is about doing the unexpected for the sake of the world that God so loves. And in the cross, God and the person of Jesus knows intimately all of our hardship and pain and confusion and promises to always be with us. We so rarely need to be rescued from our pain. Rather, we just need someone to sit with us in it. And Jesus sits with you in your pain and promises you that through him all will one day be well. God's kingdom has come and it will come again. So often the love of Jesus comes to us through each other, We are God's gifts to each other. Jesus tells the crowds of disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Did you hear the pronouns in that? So often, that sentence is misquoted and subsequently abused as, Take up your cross. But it says, Take up their cross and follow me. We all together are invited and called 
to not shy away from the pain and the brokenness of the world. And with each other, we are called to share in it together, to bear one another's burdens, to be empowered by the, to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, to be the love of Jesus for each other and the whole world, knowing and trusting that others will do this for us too. Jesus shares in our burdens and we share in the burdens of each other. And this is God's great love for you and the whole world. Beloved siblings, God so rarely gives us solutions or even logic. God gives us God's unending and unimaginable love, which defies all logic and all reason. It forgives when forgiveness seems far away. It stays with us when everyone else runs away, and it transforms death into life. This love, this cross is for you, and you and I and the whole world need it desperately. May you know its promise of abiding presence and deep love this day and always. Amen. We'll sing together the hymn, Will You Come and Follow Me?
with the whole church, let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.